The following program is intended for mature audiences. Mother's Day blessings to my Aunt Freddie, who has been like a mother to me, especially since my mother's passing. My Aunt Joan, my stepmother Ruby, my sisters, very dear family and friends across the globe. To Joy, Albert, Beverly, and Miss Joyce, the man and the main women who cared for and protected my babies while they were growing up. After almost 40 years, they are still members of our family. Back in Jamaica, we may call them helpers, but they have been the unsung heroes in our precious children's lives. To Brittany, Angie, and Marsha, who with the loving assistance of my three sons became mothers to five of my beautiful grandchildren. To my daughter, Keisha, who adopted me as one of her mothers. To my baby girl, Seanan. For both, I must gratefully say, it is only by grace that they gave birth to their beautiful daughters. To the women and men who have mothered with Without ever bearing a child, I honor and appreciate you. Happy Mother's Day. You're listening to This Is MVM, a podcast series coming to you from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. And now, here are your hosts, Michelle St. Hill, Vanessa Williams, and Marianne Pine. This is MVM. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. I don't know where you are today, but I am so excited to be bringing to you this fabulous new platform and opportunity to share with my girlfriends some wonderful stories because we own them. So my name is Michelle St. Hale, and I live in beautiful British Columbia. Hale originally from England of Caribbean parents from Trinidad and Tobago. And this has been a passion of ours for some time. We've been talking about it. So my two girlfriends and I decided that we were going to absolutely do something to bring a fresh view to our generation. Here we are, women who are (laughs) mid-century. Yeah, I know we don't really look it, do we? But anyway, that's for us to know and you to find out. So we are mid-century in age. They're about some of us a little older and some of us just hovering on being there right now. So without further ado, let me introduce my first girlfriend to you, Miss V. Hello, hello, everyone. I am the V in MVM. So glad that you can join us today. My name is Vanessa Williams. I am originally from the Caribbean. I'm a mother of two and I enjoy and I must say I love living in beautiful British Columbia. Looking forward to hearing from you. Looking forward to you sharing your stories with us. And yes, we are going to own our stories. Moving on to the beautiful Marianne. She is the M in MVM. I'm not sure which one, but here she is. This is Marianne, of course, otherwise known as Bonnie Pine. I am one of the M's in MVM. I hail from Jamaica um, via Bermuda. I was conceived on a rock and born in Bermuda. But I am thrown through Jamaican, living in beautiful BC, mother of four plus children and six plus grandchildren. I am really excited being part of um, what we're doing here and just looking forward to hearing from all of you. Uh, I love life and uh, I love what it is that we're, we're about to embark on. Michelle is going to take over now and get into our theme for today, which is Mother's Day. Thank you, Marianne, Bonnie, Pine. Yes. So I am Michelle. I'm the other M in MVM. I forgot to introduce myself entirely, but I am the mother to two wonderful children and the grandmother, but actually I'm a granny to a wonderful baby grandson, my first. Uh, So we were talking as girlfriends and just having a chat about Mother's Day, and we thought that we would highlight some of the stories from our life about our ladies, the people who came before us, who have allowed us this platform. And we just thought that we will tell you some stories because that is it. We have the stories. So I'll start off with mine, born to a mother in the UK who probably thought 
that she was going to go right back to the Caribbean after she finished her um, secretarial training, but she didn't. She met my father and the rest is history. So my mother, I, you know, it, as we've said before, we all have stories and some stories are best left alone and some stories we are comfortable in sharing. But at some point we have to remember that we have to respect some of the other people who may not want their stories broadcasted. But, you know, I believe that my mother did an amazing job at raising my brother and I. She did it all on her own. And do I ever think that I was left out of anything? No, she did the best she could. She worked really hard. And I feel like I've had a really good upbringing. I never felt poor, broke or hungry. Um, my mother was always there for me. And, you know, sometimes as grown-ups, we can look back and think, wow, my mother did this or, oh, I wish my mother had done that. Well, you know, being raised in a country with people who didn't look like us and having to fit the Caribbean culture into the British system um, was probably quite challenging. But as mothers go, you know, she did the best she could. But now my granny, my granny was the cook. My granny cooked. That's where I learned to eat green food. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can't imagine as a child. Can you imagine really loving Hallelujah? I did. But um, my granny left England and went back when I was 11. And um, every time I saw her after that was when I went to visit the beautiful island of Trinidad. So yeah, that was my 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 granny and my mom. Hey, what about you? Well, um, my mom was pretty young when she had me and she raised me on her own. No, I wouldn't say that she had help because um, I was I don't know if you would call it privilege or, but I knew I was, I knew five generation of women. At my, in my day, there were five of us alive. And so that was a great thing for me. Now that's not going to happen with my daughter in the picture. Um, so my mom did it on her own with the help of my grandmother and great grandmother. And my mom and I never once had a disagreement never i'm still surprised to this day that we have never had a disagreement um she did her best we were not rich uh we are from the tiny village in the caribbean island of st vincent uh, but like michelle mentioned before we were never hungry so we may not have had the kentucky fried chicken or you know the comfort of the snacks but we had over three square meals and my granny i felt like sometimes she was mainly my mom because she was the one who did all the discipline discipline us if i did anything and my mom would always sit there quiet and so but um boy that woman i can t i can take a hold of telling you about her very strong i think sometimes too overpowering but that was my grandmother she loved me nonetheless and did what she had to do for us um she's not no longer with us it's just my mom and uh i wish i can see my mom it has been a while as you know i am here in british columbia and she is still in the caribbean in st vincent but i'm very thankful for the person that they've molded me to become today and i will be forever grateful to my grandmother Marianne, how about you? Well, my beginnings is a, is a story that one of these days I might tell, but um, my mother too was quite young when she had me. And um, she got pregnant when she was in Jamaica. My grandmother, she was in boarding school. Um, my grandmother had agreed to her marrying my dad before she got pregnant. And for whatever reason, which... I understand as a mother and the age of my mother, my grandmother agreed and then she decided no, that wasn't going to happen. They in their wisdom decided that, well, being that mom was uh, Catholic, if mommy got pregnant because this is what they wanted to do, then my grandmother would have to say yes to the marriage. Well, that didn't work out and um, my grandmother took my mother and her sister, my aunt, to Bermuda, and I happened to be born there. I lived with my mother until I was about seven. My grandmother insisted that I go back to Jamaica to go to school. She thought schooling was better there. But the years that I spent with my mother in Bermuda, it was, um, I guess I was the apple of her eye. I'm the only child she ever had. She never did get back with my dad, but he was the only man that she ever loved, and she didn't want um, any any 
any more children. But the first seven years with her were beautiful. We had uh, a very special bond. Uh, every other Sunday we would go, there was um, this really nice hotel and they would have a band on the on a Sunday afternoon and we'd go there for dinner and we would dance. We would dance, we would dance the night away and I'd have my little Shirley Temples as a, as a little kid and I think of that. I think of the times when we used to go to the beach. That was a go-to for us. Um, if I lost a tooth, if I wasn't feeling well, the beach healed everything. So I have that. And then, of course, I went to Jamaica with my grandmother. Growing up with my grandmother, she was strict. I, that's a whole other story. Lovely woman, kind to a fault, but very domineering as well. Um, so there was that period with her. There was another period with my mother. I uh, love them dearly, love them dearly. Um, I can't say that I never had any disagreements with my mom. I certainly can't say I never had any disagreements with my grandmother, but um, we made it through. Um, I lost both my grandmother and my mother. Um, my grandmother back in 90 my mother back in 93 she was only 50 um, and so for me this Mother's Day is a bittersweet day it will be my mother's birthday on the 9th same day as Mother's Day and um, my heart will be happy and it will be heavy all at the same time because that's just how it is you know, you both are very fortunate to have your mothers still in your life. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. Um, I was just, you know, as I listened to both of my two girlfriends speaking, and I think, you know, how fortunate you are to be able to tell your truth. And, you know, I sat at the beginning of this thinking that, um, you know, I have to protect my mother for her story. And... Vanessa said, you know, she's never had a crossword with her mother. And unfortunately for me, I've had a few and I'm probably going to actually hope that this podcast never gets listened to by my mother for the simple reason being that I didn't have the luxury of of, of that, which you guys had. My my joy, you know, probably is a, a more of a security blanket that I that's what I yearned for and that's what I wished for. My mother did the best she could, but I was in foster care until I was about three and a half years old, which is part of the story that isn't common knowledge. But, you know, if we're being honest, open, people had to do what they had to do. And unfortunately, my mother's story, she has not been of the generation who talks a lot, very proud. And so therefore, I don't know the complete story. I just know the bits and pieces that I've been able to put together in this jigsaw of life and come up with how it must have taken place. But, you know, un unfortunately, you know, she had not told my father that that I was even born or that she was pregnant. So therefore not telling her father meant she also didn't tell her mother and told one brother that she was going to have a child and she was putting me up for adoption. So it's a very interesting spot to be in when I think about mothers and Mother's Day and what that must have felt like for her to have to actually live this life and and hide me because she didn't tell anybody they didn't find out about me till i was probably about four years old so none of her family knew i even existed not only did my father not know but my mother's people didn't know and so i really will put this podcast on <laughs> so that i don't have to my mother is still alive and it's not that i want to hurt her but you know we've had our disagreements on the subject matter because i have to think of presentism there was my mother in a time where things were different to what they are now and here we embrace our children who who may fall pregnant we love our children we may want different for them but life is what it is but my mother unfortunately she didn't feel that she was able with six older brothers to come forward and say that she was pregnant in a country all on her own so it is what it is but, you know, I love her nonetheless. Her story is hers. One day she might tell me what ended up really happening. But for the meantime, I was probably, you know, three and a half when I actually went to live with my mom. So there goes that. Sorry. Up with the bubble. You know, we all put on this, this is Mother's Day and we all want to make sure that our lives are so, you know, we now have children. I mean, 
here we are as mothers loving our children and wanting the best for them and our mothers loving us but they've had sacrifices to make and they've had situations that they've had to actually accept and and live through so it is very unfortunate that i couldn't feel as joyous you know we fake it till we make it and that was the intro to to MVM, we got real right there. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, it's not even faking it till you make it, right? It's just that all of us um, we we come from different circumstances, and for the most part, we have absolutely no control over it. I know for my mom, I mean, her pain after being separated from my my father was so deep and. I didn't know the half of it or recognize the half of it until uh, she passed away because till this day, I don't know whether or not my mother committed suicide. And um, it was never conclusive, you know? And I know that she hurt. She hurt from losing him, the love of her life. She hurt um, from the role that my grandmother played and she hurt from me being taken away from her she felt she had no control she she was she was an adult but she still was a child because she had me when she was young you know and i remember at a certain point in my life i was saying to myself but why would she have done that and then becoming a mother and having my own daughter and thinking about what my grandmother must have gone through with her, her, her baby girl being pregnant at the tender age she got, she had me just before she turned 16, you know? So I realized that um, my mom was just a babe. She was just a babe and caught up in circumstances. And yes, she never loved anyone else, but it wasn't necessarily the right thing for her. But, you know, we, we live and we learn and we hope that we don't make some of the mistakes that um, our mothers, our caregivers, our grandmothers, our grannies made. But we make our own mistakes <laughs> and we, um, we make them and we, we, we beg forgiveness, you know. And my famous line, well, I didn't get a manual with you, you know. So um, you got problems now, child? I did my best. <laughs> You're going to have to fix it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one thing that you and V have in common then, the age of yes, your mothers. Yes, certainly. Yes. Um, my, my thinking is always, I can't imagine what my mom felt like back in those days when you get pregnant that young and you didn't get everybody talked about you i can't imagine the shame she would have carried um everybody talking and my dad didn't do right by her and he was twice her age and (laughs) uh, when i sometimes maybe i wish i was like michelle where i didn't know my father um where he didn't play any part in my life where my mother probably had to give me up because what was the purpose of him so um now becoming a mother as well when when you find out you're becoming a mother and now you have to think about i don't want to go through well first of all i was hoping that i wouldn't get pregnant right out of high school so um how, but my mom wasn't disappointed when i told my mom she she asked me the question again just for me to conform and she she has never and i'm so thankful for the support because i know a lot of young mothers don't get that kind of support um when when they are pregnant with their first child and so um she did her best even though she was a child when she got me just like marianne um yeah man the stories can go on and on i'm sure but (laughs) um they did their best My, my dad was older too but the thing was they always loved each other and my grandmother being the type of person that she was she threatened him she threatened him and when my mom my grandmother had brought this girl from jamaica to bermuda to take care of me um well take care of the home and while my mom was pregnant and my mom would write these letters to my dad and ruby would give them to my grandmother so daddy didn't hear and he told he she my grandmother told him she would kill him she would she would she would kill him or she'd find she'd pay somebody to kill him so 
after about a, two or three years, I think he and his sister left on a banana boat and went to England. And um, they never made contact again until I think my mom went to a party in New York. I was about 17 and she saw one of his brothers at the party. And that's how we got connected. And it was the first time he flew on a plane coming to see me in Kitchener-Waterloo, Ontario. That, you know, he, by that time he had had some more children. He had sent pictures and um, he came to visit. And I could feel the love you know, he wasn't he wasn't there. He he wasn't able to be a part of my mother's life. However, I still think for me as a man, I think I would have taken that chance and, and, and come to Bermuda. They, she'd have to kill me. But, you know, but hey, I can say anything. Right. But one would have hoped that he would have just said, you know what? I love her. I want this child and I'll deal with what I have to deal with. So it's, 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 it's hard sometimes, you know, you go through some things, you know, you know, you find out a little bit of history of yourself and you wonder what if, what if, what if, but hey, we're here today. Um, we can talk about it without breaking down. Um, you know, I know for me, living with my grandmother was not necessarily the easiest thing for me because my grandmother's parenting skills versus my mother's parenting skills um cheese to chalk like enough beating <laughs> holy <pa> beating <laughs> you know and sometimes you're just saying okay what did i do i have no clue what i did you know what i'm saying but hey i'm still here to tell the tale 100 percent, right and that and that's part of the gratitude yeah, it is. It's part of being grateful. I mean, I am grateful that my mother came for me and didn't leave me in the foster care family system forever. I am grateful that I was able to grow up with my mother in the sense that, you know, I, I did have some friends I went to school with in England who were left in the childcare system because their parents did exactly what that my mother did had become pregnant out of wedlock and could not go back to whether it be Ghana, Nigeria or the Caribbean with this child. So they literally left the child or the children in the UK and went about their life as if nothing had ever happened. So I have to be grateful for the fact that, you know, whether my mother got outed or whether she came to me, whatever way it happened, um, I know the story I've been told. Um, and basically she got outed, <laughs> so, yeah, was, you know, but um, it is what it is. But I am still grateful that my mother is my mother. I mean, that's 100% without a doubt. Yes, I am still I, grateful I that she am is too. my mom. For the little time that I did have with my mom, I am so grateful. Mama. Mommy. Mom. Mother. Mom. Oh my God, Mom. However you say it, with whatever feeling, the feeling that is always behind it is one of love. And that's all you've ever given, Mum. Love. Plenty of it, unreservedly, unrestricted. Love. And that's what I give you. I love you, my mummy. I cherish you. You are precious to me. You're precious to your grandson. And he adores his nonna. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. I have a question, though, um, that I'd like to ask the both of you. What is... We, well, we all have children, but what is that one thing that you wish your child or your children knew about you? It's Mother's Day. And if you, yeah, it could be either something that they know about you or something that they know they, that you would appreciate. 
So one of the things I would like my children to know is that, I well, 100% that I would do anything for them. I would, and everything I have ever done was with them in mind. I've never done anything selfishly thinking it would just be for the better of me. And that um, they were conceived in love, even though the relationship is not, you know, with their father is not what it was. Their father and I still have a mutual respect and love for each other. And they were conceived 100% in love. And um, I will I will go to the end of this world for them. Hence why I'm still in British Columbia. This is where they live. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that that's probably it. Marianne, what about you? You know what? Somewhat along the same lines as you, Michelle, that just to know that... Um, you know they were conceived in love and um even though their father and i are have not been together for a very long time and forever and ever amen that is the way it shall be however um yeah i would do anything for them anything anything at all within my power you know, you, you, at the end of the day, you want to know that your children are, are, are happy and, and healthy and uh, successful, living living their true life and, and living it with joy. So did any of you have, because in England, Mother's Day is actually in March. It's the second Sunday in March. And on this continent and in the Caribbean, I believe the Caribbean follows uh, the American. Am I correct? They follow. Yes. yes. Right. It'll be May 9th this year. Right. So this year's May 9th. So so check this out. Here's here's something for consideration. I was watching a show on TV, and I don't know whether or not. I mean, we can always cut the title, but it was it was 90 Day Fiance, right? And I thought it was really. I don't know how I got I got involved in that show because my daughter. That's a guilty pleasure. So whenever I'm babysitting, when baby's having a nap, I watch that show. So there was one episode. Girl has moved from Russia to marry a guy. He lives. I'm not even sure which state it is, and they chose a particular Sunday to get married. And the parents, his parents, were absolutely couldn't have it, couldn't have that day because that was Mother's Day. But if Mother's Day falls on the second Sunday of of May, doesn't that mean it falls on a different date every year? It most certainly does. So they were so wrapped up in it being that year, that day was Mother's Day, that they kiboshed the fact, is that a word, kiboshed? Anyway, they kiboshed the fact that uh, it was, they didn't want this girl to have this wedding, but she wanted her family to be able to arrive. And that was the number, it was numerical for her, it had a meaning. And it was to do with something when they, her and the boyfriend or the fiance met. But I couldn't understand that. So who owns Mother's Day? Is Mother's Day only for mothers or is Mother's Day a date? Mother, to, to my mind, Mother's Day is a date, but I think you have to look a little bit at um, at the mother herself. I mean, for me, I would think that that would be such a joyous occasion, you know, and as you said, you rightly say, it's not going to repeat. I mean, once in a while it does. It's like my mother's birthday is May 9th. So this year, Mother's Day and Mommy's birthday is on the same day. But it ha- doesn't happen every year, and I think I think there's I think there's more to it than that. You know, it, it, that sounds a little selfish to me. And at the end of the day, it's it's her wedding, you know. And you would think, if you you love her, then you would do everything within your power to to um, make this happen for her. It was like there's a girl at work, and um, she's always wanted to elope. And there was a plan for the wedding and getting all of the family together. And of course, COVID came in and then they decided, okay, well, we're going to scale it down a bit. And then COVID got kind of out of hand. Last week on the 13th, she had the wedding of her dreams. Helicopter to the mountaintop. Her, her husband to be the photographer, the helicopter pilot life was good pictures are beautiful and of course you know the family kind of had to be like hey it's covid we you know we wouldn't have been able to make it anyway but the point is though that i think for a wedding um even if my daughter said to me that she wanted to get married and she was going to elope you know what hey i just want to know that they're happy 
that they made the right choices between them. And um, I can live with whatever it is. I think you're quite right there. I think we have to absolutely 100% be able to step back and say, this is not about us. This is not our day. We may want to invite the world to celebrate, but but you know what? Sometimes the children really don't know the people that we want to invite. I mean, both of you are at my daughter's wedding, but really when we think about it, you are my friend. And yes, my daughter may know you, but but you were my friend and that's why you came to celebrate the joy for me. And that's why I invited you because it was celebrating my daughter's union. But I didn't really think about whether or not my daughter would have wanted you or not wanted you there. She didn't have a say in that matter, did she? Uh, let me see. Maybe. Yeah, no, she didn't. <laughs> you know. But um, she had a, she had a little bit of say. You could have had more people there. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But you, but you know what I'm saying. It's like you know it, that was all said in jest because of course they would have had a say. But you know I was we as parents who. We are given X amount of of, um, leeway. It's like, okay, you can invite X amount of people. So you choose carefully. You invite people there that you love, that you want to be there to share in that special moment. But it was very sad for this young lady. I don't know what's happened. I haven't seen the the next episode. But um, she wanted this wedding on this date. And she had come all the way from Russia as to why the mother was so protective. But she also, the son was a little bit of a mummy's boy, so she was really trying to hold on to him much more so than let him go. Well, as far as I'm concerned, well, I don't even watch those shows. Seriously, I do not. I, I... I can't. I remember going to a friend's house one day and she had it on and I looked at her and I'm like, seriously? Seriously? You know how many books you have in this place, man? Pick up a book. (laughs) Well, actually, actually, I'll say this to you, Marianne. You don't know what you're missing. Moving on. So, Vanessa? (laughs) What traditions? What traditions? You see, I just... Fine, Marianne, whatever. But so, so Vanessa, what do you feel about that? I mean, because you grew up, you said you grew up in the country. So did you, how did you guys celebrate Mother's Day? We didn't. This is an American thing. It's only now with social media and all you hear everybody saying Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day. But when I was growing up, I don't even remember anybody saying it was Mother's Day. Like, you know how they have celebration in churches and things like that? Nope. Mm-mm. Sometimes, man, you didn't even get your birthday celebrated. Is mothers that are gonna celebrate? Cha. Anyways, um, but yeah, now they do a lot because you know everybody's watching American television. Back in the day, we didn't have television, so we didn't know what day was what day. And when you go to school, you know what day it was. But um, it's good that they celebrate it now. I've never given my mother a Mother's Day card or Mother's Day gift because it's not something that we celebrated. However, I have two here waiting to give to her. Um, one was for last year, one for this year. First time. Wow. Ever thought of it. We, we celebrated Mother's yeah. Day in Jamaica, you know? Um, so it's something that I grew up with and then coming to Canada, yeah. But I think what's more important, and I mean, it's great. You have Mother's Day, you have Father's Day. I think though... It's nice to do something special, but I think what's more important is the relationship you have throughout the rest of the year. You know, some people make a big deal of, you know, lavish presents and so on and so forth. And it will be for the one day and maybe they don't even communicate for the rest of the year or maybe they communicate at Christmas time. I think really what's important is that relationship that you have and at some point in time, like each one of us spoke about the challenges um, that we may have had growing up. And, you know, Vanessa, you were fortunate not to have differences with your mom. But at the end of the day, you know, there's some people that carry grievances into their into their their old age and they have that bitterness within them. And I think at some point, um, as you become an adult, you really need to take stock of the situation and, and you look at this, where they're coming from and what was going on in their lives and perhaps get try and get an insight as to why they were, they behaved the way that they did. So I, I personally believe it's a, it's a relationship that you maintain throughout the year. It's the respect that you show to 
that person who was your mother or mother figure. It is, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's just having that love in your heart. You may not always get along. You may still have your disagreements, but it's that mutual respect and just that, that love towards your mother. Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. The one thing that I'm grateful for from my mom is her unconditional love which she has given to me through my years. And now that I'm in, you know, an emerging adult, that love still remains. And that love comes in different ways, whether it's, you know, giving advice, you know, supporting me, or even, you know, teaching me a lesson here or there that is one thing that i am grateful for that my mother has shared with me is you know her love which you know is has leaps and bounds and is never endless so thank you mom happy mother's day happy mother's day mommy i just want you to know that you are loved and deeply cared for I appreciate the endless sacrifices you have made for me and for Davery. You have always put us first. I know that we did not make it easy for you when we were younger, but I promise that I will do my best to make up for those times. The best memories I have of you were the times when you would come home for Christmas. Davery and I would rush out of the house to see you when we heard Bobson saying, Mom, Mom, Nikki, Mom, Mom. <laughs> I was over the moon to hear those words. Not because you would bring us home treats such as Toblerone and Minurisa's pieces, but because you would spend all day playing with us and then you would snuggle us to sleep. I love you, Mom, and you did a wonderful job raising us on your own. You should be proud. Happy Mother's Day. And I, I know it's not just our mothers, right? For those of us who have children, then we also had the influence of our mother-in-laws. And my mother-in-law was a great woman, very strong, had also had her own challenges. And unfortunately, we lost her last year and were not able to celebrate her passing. So at this time, I would like to say that, you know, we, MVM, would like to tell everybody out there that for some people, this Mother's Day is going to be really hard because we haven't been able to see our parents, our mothers, we've had losses. Some of us have even lost our mothers or our grandmothers. So, you know, we here are thinking of you and sending you great uplifting um, hugs, virtual hugs, and just want you to know that, you know, follow us through this journey, learn a lot more about us, and we'll be here to support you. Share your stories with us and give us an opportunity to, to showcase somebody that you have been touched by, whether it be your mother, your grandmother, or somebody who was a surrogate. Because as we all know, not every mother gave birth to us, you know? So I think that, yeah, so the gratitude that we all have, I mean, it's a wonderful time to be living. And the fact that we can say that here we are healthy during this pandemic, we are really working on, on you know, following rules and guidelines and stuff like that. But how blessed we are to be able to, one year later, to still be, you know, able to be somewhat joyous. As, as hard as things have been, we're grateful. Yes, for my mom this Mother's Day, um, she wouldn't be spending it in her home. Not only they're dealing with COVID in St. Vincent, they're dealing with the um, a volcanic eruption. So right now they're displaced and um, luckily, thank goodness for social media and we are able to talk every day. And my mom hardly makes a decision without running it by me. That's the kind of relationship that we have. And I'm very grateful. And for those of us who have relationship like that, let's continue to give thanks for those of us who need to work on our relationship with our mothers maybe we might want to use this mother's day to do so i'm not here telling anybody what to do it's just a suggestion and um, let's continue to do to do our best now that we are mothers we know what it feels like so um i want to take this time to wish everyone out there who are listening a very happy and blessed mother's day 2021 yes you know it it is it is um 
it's it's a blessing to to bless our mothers and our mother-in-laws i mean my mother-in-law she started calling me her daughter in love and i've carried on the tradition with with my daughter in loves because we're forgetting we're outlaws so we're not dealing with this law business <laughs> strictly love and she had she had her challenges too but we had a really really good relationship and um sometimes you know you hear some horror stories but i think i think you just have to look within you know well that, that that's a wonderful place to be so we're gracious we have gratitude we have good health we uh, did we miss anything is there anything that we should be saying so come on ladies what else would you want to tell the people out there for mother's day oh oh and, and oh how about this how did you feel vanessa how did you oh no maybe i'm not going to ask vanessa this question oh what? boy here we go what was what's the question come on come with the question come with it girl okay i'm going to go there but i was going to say so how did you feel when you first found out that you were pregnant or that you were going to be a grandmother. So I can't ask the grandmother question to be. So I got to ask you, how did you feel when you first found out you were pregnant when you to become a mother? Or how did you feel when you found that you were going to become a mother? How about that? Okay. When I found out, of course, the traditional way, you know, um, I was scared because I just finished high school and um, I knew I was going to disappoint my mother because I was the first to go to high school from the family. And I told a friend and then the friend told my mother, she couldn't even wait for me to open my mouth to tell my mommy. And, <laughs> and I was bracing myself. I thought, oh my God, I am so going to get a beating because yeah, I was young. And I thought she, my grandmother, when she tell my grandmother, she was going to have it. And my grandfather said that I have to leave my grandmother said no where's she gonna go and i love that story and so um i just try to be the best daughter that i can i could be then and yes um at first i wasn't too happy but when i realized that i got a baby girl because back then you didn't find out until you give birth i'm like yeah i have my own live doll i can you know play with her here comb her here you know <laughs> And um, yes, and and so I, um, I was happy from then because of the fact that I had the support of my family and um, they seem okay with it, hmm. right? Despite disappointments. And so, yeah, from then I was happy, especially when I found out it was a baby girl. Oh, oh bless my heart. Yes, I was really happy then. And um, I really didn't know what it was like becoming a mother. My mother didn't talk to me about her experiences as a mother. I don't know if she didn't know how to express herself or she just felt, oh, she's going to learn her lessons her way. And um, yeah, uh, it didn't come with a manual. I just had to learn as I go along. And I, if I may say so myself, I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> I agree um, with you. Yes. So yeah, Marianne. At first, it wasn't the happiest of feelings, but yes, after birth, it was. Well, I'm going to speak from being a grandmother. My, um, my first grandchild is going to be 14 on April 23rd. And um, it, it was a, a bag of emotions, that much I'll say. And then because there were certain things that um, health-wise we, we going on with my daughter, we weren't sure that she would come to full term. So um, I referred to her as Tumbelina when she was in her mother's tummy because <laughs> she was so tiny and she kept moving. But you know what? We were truly blessed and um, she came out healthy, lively, perfect and uh, since then I have from my four children I have a total of six grandchildren so far I have a daughter that adopted me and she has a little girl so um, yeah the siblings I never had I now have a family of of my own of you know children grandchildren you know their their partners and life is good so i i when 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 talking about gratitude i am very grateful for my family 
and I am very grateful for all of you. Thank you. I am excited to be here and grateful to be here as well. Well, when I, I can remember uh, when I was becoming a mother very clearly and it had been a little bit of pressure. So like, when are you guys going to have the pregnancy? When are you going to, when are you going to, when are you going to? And I had, my first baby was my salon. I opened the shop and so that was my first baby. But then when I found out I was pregnant, uh, I remember it was a Sunday morning and we called my mom first and then we called my mother-in-law. And um, it was, you know, excited because, yeah, we did a pregnancy test at home because by this time you could do those, you know, sticks. So we did one of those and, yeah, and had my firstborn was a boy and uh, followed by the same gracious uh, graciousness when my daughter was born. I was elated. We took the doctor into believing we wanted another boy because we just figured it would be easy to just say, well, we want a boy because what's the luck? the chance of actually being lucky enough to have what they would call a millionaire family and have a boy and a girl. So when they said it was a girl and they looked at us and we started crying, they weren't sure if we were happy or sad. <laughs> but, um, you know, and then, then of course, now I have my fabulous grandson who, oh my goodness, I couldn't be more happy because I get to spoil him. I don't have to worry about disciplining him in the same way as I did my children. I am there to be his grandmother. His parents will parent him and I will, I will be his grandmother. So I'm going to be the fun one when, when mommy and daddy, you know, when you upset them, you can come to granny. <laughs> Mom, I just wanted to say thank you for everything that you do for me and my family. I always remember you would work so hard to make sure that I could always pursue any dreams that I wanted to. Through high school, you worked hairdressing and always a second job to ensure that you could pay for my dance lessons. When I graduated and wanted to take on makeup, you made sure that I didn't have to take out a student loan and be in debt for years. I appreciate you so much, and I just wanted to say thank you and let you know that I love you. So I wanted to start by saying happy Mother's Day to my lovely mother. Um, I love you, Mom. Uh, you're the first woman I've ever loved and the first woman to love me. And you've never let me forget it, so I never will. <laughs> um, one of the fondest memories I have um, of my mom and I was when we lived in Ontario, uh, my dad moved out to Vancouver first to get work set up and everything and for us to follow a few months later. And uh, my mom would take my sister and I to church uh, every Sunday, we would go to Sunday school, and afterwards, she would take us to Robin's Donuts, which was a donut shop in Ontario, and we would get a donut. And if we had a good week at school, which my sister usually did, and I sometimes did, um, we could also get a hot chocolate. Uh, then she would take us to the blue bin, and we would get to pick out a toy. And my mom knows what the blue bin is, <laughs> and it's something that stuck with me as one of my fonder memories. Also, um, as I got a little bit older, my mom used to take me at night with her um, when she would be delivering products or picking up products from clients. And I always thought that was really cool because I was in middle school or high school and my mom would let me come out with her at night and uh, we'd have a chance to talk and connect. And just some of the memories that kind of stick with you as you grow older and you always find yourself looking back and just remembering how much you cherish the really simple memories you have. I love you, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. And uh, I don't need to say it, but you are the best mom in the entire world. I love you. I am very grateful for my four children, of course. Um, I've got three boys and a girl. And being pregnant for the first time was, it was seemed to be the most natural thing in the world for me. And it's been that way and having children has been a true joy, having my grandchildren and um, all of the, the other children, grandchildren to come have been such a joy. I've got a daughter that adopted me and she has a daughter, so my heart is full. 
I have the company now that I didn't have growing up as an only child, and I am very, very grateful for that, and I am grateful for all of you. Thank you. Grateful for you too. Big hugs. I am proud of my children. Um, I celebrate them in the highs and I celebrate them in the low. Michelle knows this. I complain when I have to, and I talk about them when they do good things. Um, so I have a girl and a boy. My girl is the first and I'm very, very proud of her today. And my son, he's on his way. He'll get there one day. But I, I love them unconditionally. I would do anything for both of them equally. Hello, 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 beautiful people. This is Judy Lewinson, a.k.a. Judy Lou, executive producer at Van Grio. You have been listening to This Is MVM, and we are so happy that you joined us today. If you enjoyed today's programming and wish to show your support, we'd love it if you would start by liking, sharing, following, and commenting on any of our social media channels. You can find This Is MVM on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MVM Stories. That's MVM Stories. You could have been anywhere, but today you chose to spend a little time with us, and we want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to tell your friends and family about This Is MVM. Happy Mother's Day. And now back to Michelle St. Hill, Vanessa Williams, and Mary Ann Pine for the wrap-up. Ladies... Thank you so much for listening to us today. Here's wishing you a fabulous Mother's Day 2021. This is the M. Michelle from the MVM series. We are so excited to be here with you today, wishing you a wonderful Mother's Day. So goodbye until next time. Please follow, please share with a friend, please hit subscribe. Vanessa Williams here, thanking you for joining us today. We wish you a very happy Mother's Day. Please remember to follow us. Subscribe, tell a friend. Until next time. Uh, this is Marianne. In the meantime, in between time, looking forward to hearing from you and talking to you on our next episode. Bye. You've been listening to This Is MVM with hosts Michelle St. Hill, Vanessa Williams, and Marianne Pine, executive produced by Judy Liu for Bang Rio. This Is MVM is recorded in Metro Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. For full episode credits, please visit bangrio.com and be sure to follow at MVM Stories on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Until next time, continue to be the love.